Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and it is now set. They have set Super Bowl 58 here in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's going to be between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. So with that, I thought I'd continue on my part two of the Super Bowl episode where I will sort of break down and give you the itinerary for my parents coming to Vegas. So my parents are in their uh, 60s, and they're a very young 60, if you will. And I'm going to go over things that would be good for them for that week, but also sort of things that you should keep in mind if you are coming for the Super Bowl and how you should go about making reservations for things and how to plan out your weekend. So if you're going to be coming for the Super Bowl, this is a good way to plan it out. And you'll also get other good little tips of how to make reservations for certain things and how to keep an eye out as you come to the wonderful city of Las Vegas. So this is the Super Bowl episode part two of Concierge Confidential. Okay, everybody, so welcome back. So we're going to be talking about Super Bowl 48, which will be taking place here in Las Vegas. It'll be taking place on February 11th, which is a Sunday, obviously. Uh, and I'm going to go over sort of how my parents are going to sort of navigate this. So uh, this is a unique event just because we, my parents have come to the Super Bowl in Vegas uh, many, many times. So um, obviously the Super Bowl was not here. It was actually in other cities, but... I thought this would be a fun way to explain kind of how I would I went about planning their trip. So the good thing is, is that my mom likes to play, you know, slots, of course, and she actually has reservations for the New York, New York. So she will be staying there. Um, you don't get to know her name because, you know, it's important. Uh, but uh, my parents will be staying at the New York, New York, which is good because that means they don't have to travel as much, which is super important just because of all the construction in the city. They've rerouted a bunch of different bridges that are supposed to make it easier. But no doubt there will be traffic everywhere along the resort corridor, which always feels fun when you say resort corridor because it makes it feel like a big city. So parents are actually driving to Las Vegas, but most of you will probably be flying to Las Vegas. So if you are flying into the airport, uh, you probably all have your uh, you probably all have your reservations ready to go. Uh, you probably have your flights booked, so you're good to go from there. So my the way that I tell people to get to and from the airport is is pretty simple. I always recommend Uber, Lyft taxi and if you really want to you can do the bus but that is going to be a very very long trip so i recommend you do taxi a taxi uber or lyft are the fastest ways to get to and from the airport and of course you can hire a private car if you'd like typical private cars uh for example if you just want to do a sedan or like an suv you're typically looking typically looking at between 115 and 130 dollars, depending on if you get an SUV or a uh, or a sedan. Uh, limos actually go for a very similar in price, you know, around 120, 125 dollars. Um, and again, those are the basic limousines. You're not looking at you know the big giant limos that are like Hummer size, which those are going to be up into the 175 range. Just know that if you end up getting a private car, it is usually the most expensive uh, picking up from the airport. So the ride from the airport will be more expensive than the ride to the airport because they have to char they have to pay a fee to actually go to the airport. So just keep that in mind if you're going to be booking one of those. A couple of companies that I would recommend if you're going to do this, um, Executive Limousines is always good. Uh, Presidential is always a good company as well. 24-7 uh, is a good company if you want 
to book a much larger limo, like Hummer or SUV size limos, uh, just because they do specialize in that as well. There's many, many companies out in town. There's Earth limos, which is very expensive. It just really depends on what your budget is and availability. Availability will always be the hardest thing to sort of predict if you're coming in. Um, if you are coming into Las Vegas or if you're, you know, you know, just making your booking your reservations now because your team is going to be in the Super Bowl, uh, I recommend, I mean, if you can try to get here on like Wednesday or Thursday, it might be easiest. Most people will be flying in on Friday and Saturday just because the price for uh, for booking uh, a night here for the Super Bowl typically requires multiple day reservations. So typically Friday, Saturday is when most people will be flying in to uh, take part of you know the big game. So it's important. Um, it's important to note that it is a whole week long event, typically kicking off the week before Sunday, February 11th. So we would be looking at, um, let me go ahead and pull out my handy dandy calendar. That would be February 5th would be sort of the kickoff event for the Super Bowl that week. So uh, the week of this recording, which is going to be on Monday, January 29th, uh, this will be sort of like the in-between week that they typically or historically have had, where you're going to get a lot of the construction finishing up. We've actually been, we've had the construction and all the transformation for the Super Bowl happening for the past three or four weeks now. So ever since the end of the season, they started putting everything together for uh, Super Bowl 48. So again, everything should be, you know, ready to go once you're here. Um, they will have some activations. They typically, sp you know, spruce out activations around the city where you can interact and sort of buy different gift shop stuff. Um, if you're looking for a place that isn't at the Allegiant Stadium, which is their, where they're going to have most of the big gift shops, and same thing with Mandalay Bay, they're going to have a lot of the official gift shops there. But if you want, you can actually go to the permanent NFL store, which is at the Caesars Palace Forum Shops, where they have a fantastic store where you can go in and buy all the um, all the Super Bowl memorabilia that you want. Uh, while, you know, supplies last, obviously. Um, if you are here the day after, they typically put those on sale because, I mean, why not? They did the same thing for the NFL draft, but sometimes they don't have everything, you know, that you were looking for. So, anyways, back to it. My parents arrive on Thursday, and typically Thursday is going to be the easiest day to make a reservation for dinner, which they typically like to do one put-together dinner just because, you know, my, my dad likes to be a little bit more unpredictable. He's sort of like, fly the seat of your pants. Uh, I am not, so I always get super anxious that so we don't have a plan sometimes. So typically, we set one day to have a set meal. Typically, it is not the day of the Super Bowl. So just understand the people in your party um, and understand that sometimes you may not be getting to that reservation. So uh, we picked Thursday, which is the day they get in, which is always good. I always recommend that you plan your big events or like your big uh, like dinners or if you want to, you know, for the, like the expensive reservation, um, you always want to do that earlier in the trip just because by the end of the trip, everyone's sort of going to be looking at their wallets and saying, oh, do I really need that? So earlier in the trip is good. So like the first night of the trip is always a good time to plan that nice reservation because you're fresh. Uh, you haven't worn all your clothes yet. So you have lots of choices to choose from. And I always recommend that uh, as well. So we're going to be going out on Thursday and we will be going to Prime at the Bellagio. Uh, this is sort of like the an old school choice. We've had so many choices to you know pick from. 
And I have to say, I went to Carver Steak the other night, and Carver Steak was absolutely phenomenal over at Resorts World. Would highly recommend if you're able to squeeze in a reservation for Carver Steak, I would definitely recommend you do that just because 100% worth it. It's very, you know, it feels very, it's very manly, if you will. Uh, but it's a really good restaurant for groups, for couples. It is, you know, just phenomenal in terms of the level of service and the level of food that you get over at Carver Steak. So highly recommend that. But we will be going to Prime. Uh, they really wanted a place that was going to feel, you know, elevated, but also have a nice view of the fountains because they're sort of like me. And I've been to Prime, I believe, twice, I want to say. Uh, and it is a nice room. It's a beautiful room on the inside. They have you know, great preparations for their steak. They also have, you know, good seafood. They have seafood towers, which... We will not be getting a seafood tower because nobody in my group likes seafood. Um, if you ever go in the summertime, it's really great because they have a, uh, a patio that you can actually see the fountains. Uh, we will not be sitting outside because it will be February and it's still too cold for us here in, uh, in good old Las Vegas. But it is important to note, since we're on the subject, that the front of the Bellagio will be blocked off because they have multiple stages for their production shows. So like CBS... Uh, ESPN, and I believe one other stage they have set up as well. So they've already started doing that. So if you are coming to Las Vegas, you know, this week or the week of the Super Bowl, just understand that, and even after the Super Bowl, maybe a week or two after the Super Bowl, uh, they will not, you will not be able to have access to the front part of the Bellagio, the front, the main walkway where you see the fountains. You have to watch them from the bridge that connects. Uh, not from the bridge, but from the walkway that goes from Las Vegas Boulevard up to the Bellagio. That's one way of looking at it or watching it. I do not recommend going with strollers up there because it is very hard to see. But that is one way to do it. You can also go through the secret passage, which is in between Cosmopolitan and Bellagio, uh, that is elevated. You don't really get a, you know, a fantastic, you can't really hear a lot of it. Well, you, I guess you can. Yeah, because they do actually have the music pumping through the walkway, which is quite nice. Um, but that's one way of doing it. So just saying, make sure you understand that the front of the Bellagio will be shut off. But it's important to note that if you do go to Prime, we'll be there. Uh, but we're going on Thursday. So that's going to be a good night to go. It's definitely a more high-end establishment. You have to go down some escalators over to your right. If you go to the left, that's Picasso. Very different experience. But I've also been told very, very delicious. But we will be going to Prime. But Carver Steak is fantastic. So if you end up going uh, to Carver Steak, uh, get the uh, get the pork. What is it called? Pork belly. Make sure you get the pork belly. Oh my goodness, just absolutely delicious. Uh, highly recommend. So um, after that, on Friday, we will actually be going probably to breakfast at some point. Uh, my parents love breakfast. Really big deal for my dad to go get breakfast. Uh, if they have English muffin, he will definitely get it. He will eat probably half of what he has, uh, but he says he wants to go to Sedell's, which uh, Sedell's is the sort of brunch restaurant at the Bellagio. We shall see. Um, just because it is a little bit of a walk from where we will actually be staying at to the Bellagio, which it's doable, but for breakfast, I'm not so sure. So anyways, as we move through, he does want to do breakfast, which we'll do breakfast, and then my parents really want to also do the NFL experience, which we actually have already purchased tickets for. So we will be doing that at 3 o'clock at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. So again, getting back down to it, many of the major activations will be with the official partners of the Super Bowl, and one of them being uh, Mandalay Bay. So Mandalay Bay is where they'll be having the 
uh, Media Row. It's also where they're going to be having the uh, NFL experience where they have different like obstacle courses and they have different things where you can like see the trophies, like the Lombardi trophy uh, and that kind of thing as well. So um, as I kind of go through the list here, uh, another one of their uh, hotels that will be an official sort of sponsor is Caesars Palace. Uh, Caesars Palace, you can definitely... You know, you can definitely go there and check out all the activations that they'll have available. Um, so, again, that's, you know, quite important to note. I can also tell that when I drive by Allegiant Stadium, they actually do have a couple different security measures that they usually don't have over at that uh, at that stadium. But, hey, that's what you do. So, as I kind of keep moving through here, uh, the everybody always wants to know where to watch the Super Bowl. And, again, this is my biggest tip is if you are a group of four or more, I would highly recommend grabbing a space to watch the game, especially if you have ladies with you, especially if they're going to be wearing, you know, very uncomfortable shoes, which I mean, if you're wearing heels during the, you know, during the Super Bowl, not judging, but it's a long day. But if you have a group of four or more, I would highly recommend grabbing a space somewhere. So again, places that I always recommend, um, Topgolf is probably sold out by now, but I actually went to Topgolf for a bachelor party, which really put my concierge skills to the de- uh, to the to the test because we had to do a bachelor party for about 10 people 10 or 11 people uh, during covid so this was the super bowl during covid where they had it i believe in um, tampa bay and we had to find a place that can fit 10 people which there were restrictions you can only have up to 6 people at any booths and you know social distancing and you know so on and so forth so if it was an outdoor venue, it could be more people. So Top Golf was extremely popular that year just because you were able to get more than, you know, the allotted six people in one space. So that was a tricky solution that I found out. Uh, but again, <clears throat> Top Golf is really good. I would also recommend if you go over to uh, if you go over to Circa, which I know everybody's gonna want to go there. It's probably going to be your most expensive endeavor is trying to see it inside of the sports book. Um, most of the single chairs are going for about fifteen hundred. Those are the stadium style chairs, or the, sorry, those are the reclining chairs. And then they also have their booths, which are going for about seventy five hundred. And then they have their big sort of lounge group area, which is going for twelve thousand for that actual space, which I believe accommodates up to about ten people. So again. Keep that in mind uh, that that will be probably your most expensive endeavor. A couple other places that will be showing the Super Bowl will be everywhere, essentially. But off the top of my head, Red Tails, which is at Resorts World, is a nice, fun, sort of quaint space where they do like giant beer pong and they also have karaoke during the week. Uh, That might be a really fun option for anybody looking to you know, grab a space and a location to watch the Super Bowl. Just make sure that when you do book these things, um, you typically have to fill out a credit card authorization form. That was sort of old school, uh, which I I don't know if they've changed that. I think they make you still do it. Um, But with that, make sure when you sign those that you do get the food included. So that's usually what happens is you get, for example, like let's just say it's $2,000 for the space and you get up to six people. Uh, make sure that is a $2,000 food and beverage minimum uh, because and that there's no additional rental fee because a lot of places sort of sneakily uh, will say it is a $1,000 rental fee and $1,500 food and beverage. So you're essentially that's $2,500 that you're going to have to pay 
but only 20, you know, 1500 of it is actually food and beverage because you want it to be food and beverage because the package itself makes it worth it for you to spend that much. It makes it feel like you're getting something out of it because then you're just stacking it on top of stuff, you know, a thousand dollar, you know, rental fee. And then 1500 is the food and beverage minimum. So it's, it doesn't always, it's not, that's not the nice way of doing it. It's nice when it's sit and they say it's $2,000 food and beverage minimum or spending minimum. Uh, which is nice because then it doesn't, it's sort of like inclusive. It, it feels like inclusive at that point. So again, that's what I would recommend. I do not recommend order, you know, bottle service if you end up doing one of those because that will rack up the fastest. I mean, that might be you know, what you need. But typically, if you order a bottle, like a bottle of Grey Goose, for example, you're looking at, you know, seven, $800 for just that bottle. And not everybody's going to want that bottle. So I usually recommend if you have a larger group, to order uh, like a bucket of beer, that's always nice because the buckets are actually quite large because they're not actually just regular like, oh, six beers. It's actually more than that, and you typically will have more beer than you need, uh, but those you can always take with you, which is always nice. Um, those are much easier to just grab and go. Everybody usually drinks beer, especially if it's like this kind of holiday, beer is kind of the go-to. I always recommend the beer option. Uh, chicken fingers are always great because they're very expensive. Um, they're not expensive. Well, sometimes they are, but they are nice little finger foods to have at your table. So look at it that way. Yeah, for anybody who's actually ever done bottle service before, a lot of rent of renting out these spaces is very similar to that, sort of like a day club, much more similar to a day club where you have this whole menu to choose from and it goes on from there. But just remember, if you spend $2,000 at a, you know, as your spending minimum, there is going to be a gratuity added on to that, typically 20%. And they typically have Nevada tax or sometimes a service charge. So if it's $2,000, you're probably going to be walking out of there spending, you know, probably $2,300 to $2,500 just on, you know, the, the taxes and the gratuity and so on and so forth. So again, just letting you know in advance that that's probably what you're going to be looking at if you pay for, you know, a space. But for those of you that have under four people, I would say, you know, two people, a single person, there are so many places in Las Vegas that you can watch the game. It is, you know, ungodly amount of people of places you can watch the game. Uh, most places, if you go up to bars, especially if they're walk-up, will have like a minimum you have to spend that day. It's typically not too egregious because again you're going to be there for you know let's just say four hours um a lot of times they'll be you know 150 200 200 is kind of a lot to be honest but i've gone places where it's 125 dollars spending minimum which i mean if you're spending you know, if you're drinking cocktails in town or if you're drinking beer you can get to that pretty easy and mix in some food i mean if you get let's just say three old fashions we're already at 20 40 60 you're already at 60 bucks and that's only three cocktails um it's pretty easy there if you're getting beer because beer is going to be just 11 dollars. so you go 11 times 10 you get to 120 sorry 110 um it's not hard to do so you can definitely get there i mean if you're drinking 10 beers it's kind of a lot for sure but you mix in some food in there as well and again at that point, you're just paying for the space. So you're going to you know, charge yourself 120 bucks and get the space. That's really what you're paying for. And typically, most bars will have a nice view of a TV, of course, depending on placement of, you know, as well. So um, as I kind of bounce around here, because I kind of I, I want to give you sort of my parents itinerary, but also give you, you know, good usable information for yourself, because not everybody is, you know, 62 years old coming to Las Vegas. So 
as I kind of run through on Saturday is a little bit more of a free day for my parents because I'll actually be uh, working at my regular job that day. But we do have plans to see Cool in the Gang, so we're really, really excited to see them. Um, again, my it's more of like my parents really want to see them. And I actually grew up kind of listening to their music because that's what my parents listen to. So that is what I'll be, you know, excited about uh, just to see if they still got it. Um, and I believe they're performing at the Westgate. But if you are going to be purchasing any of these tickets, uh, there, there are a lot of comedians that perform there in that time. I think Sebastian Menescalco is going to be at the win. I think Jerry Seinfeld usually shows up during that week. Just kind of depends. Um, he's at the Coliseum. But make sure you buy your tickets as far in advance as possible. That's always important. So if you're thinking about coming now, make sure you get your you know hotel reservations first and then your show tickets because you don't want to end up with show tickets and then not a hotel room. Uh, just note that most of the traffic of people will be towards the south end of the strip next to Mandalay Bay, which is across from Allegiant Stadium. So Mandalay Bay, the Luxor, Excalibur, New York, New York, MGM Grand, that area will be densely populated with people. And as you get further away from Allegiant Stadium, you'll get a lot more choices in terms to either watch the game or be free of people. But again, I, I highly recommend making a reservation now in advance for any dinner reservations or dinner rest, dinner plans you might have. Uh, let's see. Again, typically the further away you get from the actual event, the more availability there go there you get. So any big event. So if like it's at T-Mobile Arena, anything around T-Mobile Arena will always be busier. Same thing with Allegiant Stadium because everybody wants to be right next to the event once they're done with their dinner. So that's very important to keep in mind if you're going to be booking any reservations for any of that. Same thing with shows. Um, typically, later shows have more availability than early shows. So if you're going to be going to a Cirque du Soleil, 7 o'clock is typically the more um, attended show because it's typically can mix in kids along with adults. The later shows like 9.30 tend to be a little bit more available and tend to have a little more, um, uh, they tend to be a little bit more affordable. But for the Super Bowl weekend, that may not be the case. So again, just keep an eye on it, uh, compare different places. I always recommend call the concierge directly of the show that you're trying to go see. So, for example, if you're trying to book a show for Cirque du Soleil Ka, um, I would recommend call the MGM Grand just because they, uh, and again, this is MGM Grand Concierge, not the box office, because the concierge typically is able to add discounts that you could can't see online, and typically the box office doesn't want to give you either. So, because... Most concierge want the sale. We love sales. Um, we don't know. We don't care how we get it to you, but we love selling tickets. So just make sure, call the concierge if it's, a, you know, if it's available um, to book your show tickets. I, I always recommend that. Uh, for those of you looking to book at Caesars Palace, Caesars Palace doesn't have concierges, so you'll have to do it online, which typically offers most of the better rates uh, are online. If you can buy in person, that's fine too. We don't have last minute tickets. We used to have ticks for tonight, which really we've gotten kind of rid of those, but it's not like New York, which people always think like, oh, in New York, they have last minute tickets. Uh, we don't really do last minute tickets. It's just like, oh, these are just more available now. Or sometimes the uh, casino hosts will release tickets later in the day. So they're typically good seats and they're just trying to get you know rid of that those two rows that they have booked for their uh, casino invited guests, which again, there will be a lot of. So 
Oh, yeah. For those of you coming to Vegas and thinking, hey, I will stay till Tuesday and I will golf on Monday. Mondays are typically an extension of the weekend. So we always had people that would come for the Super Bowl that were, you know, let's say the Super Bowl was in New Orleans and people come for the Super Bowl because it's Vegas and you gamble and that's the whole thing. And they wanted to go golf at Shadow Creek, which at the time was only $500 around. It is now the most expensive place to golf in America at, I believe, the average is twelve dollars to $1,300 around, and that is in the last six years. It's wild how they've gone up in price for since when I was working at MGM. But that was a day that, again, only casino guests were avail- allowed to golf on that Monday. Typically, Monday through Thursday, uh, anybody can golf there. Uh, that was staying at an MGM property. You're staying at an MGM property. You can book a time, and then you're good to go. But this was the Mondays were an extension of the weekend. So that goes for all golf courses. Many golf courses will have much higher prices, especially here in Las Vegas for those dates because many people stay the extra day to, you know, golf and sort of, you know, experience the town. So, again, if you are going to be booking – a golf reservation, I recommend you do it on Thursday or you do it, you know, if you want to do it on 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 Monday, you can. But I recommend around this time, Thursday is the best day. Friday is okay. Saturday will be extremely busy for golf just because everybody is killing time on that Saturday before Sunday arrives, which uh, my parents will not be able to golf because it is a very busy week for them and myself because I work in the sports betting industry. So that's very, very important to, to keep in mind. Uh, yeah, I think I covered most of it. Oh, a lot of people like booking reservations for dinner on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I don't always recommend that unless you're somebody who does, who knows they're not going to drink heavily at that time. Uh, those dates can be a little tricky. This year is extremely tricky just because you do have the Super Bowl actually here in town. So it's actually hard to like project what it's going to be like on that day. Cause I would think that you'd have a lot of people booking reservations for basically every restaurant in the entire city of Las Vegas. So now that we've kind of, we're kind of talking about it. Uh, so the chiefs have made it to the Super Bowl which means Travis Kelsey will be playing in the Super Bowl, which also means there is a very, very good chance, and I've you know looked online, um, I've sort of tracked it a little bit, uh, Taylor Swift will be in Japan uh, performing, I believe, the Saturday before. And again, this all gets very confusing because of the, you know, the date line. Well, we've done the math. It is possible for her to actually do her show in Japan, and then if she flew right away to Las Vegas, she would make it in time for the actual Super Bowl itself. So a very good chance that Taylor will be making an appearance at this year's Super Bowl, which leads me to explain where are you going to be able to see the players, where are you going to be able to see celebrities. And this goes into a lot of what I talk about, celebrity hotspots. Um, there are many celebrity hotspots in town that when you come to Vegas or come to any place for like the Super Bowl, you want to see the stars when they're here, the players, the people surrounding it. That's what you're looking for. So um, if you wanted to make a list of a couple of the places that I think that you will see celebrities, you will certainly see celebrities at the Wynn and the Encore properties. 
They have five, they're a four and five star property. They live up to a lot of the standards that celebrities want. So, and they also have a lot of restaurants that they love as well. So Encore and Wynn is a good place to go. Specifically, Delilah's is very, very popular for them. I would also recommend the Aria is extremely popular for people like Aaron Rodgers. A lot of basketball players will end up there as well. And of course, the Cosmopolitan is a natural choice uh, to look at too. So uh, those places are typically the ones where you're going to see the most celebrities. So if you're in town to do that, that is probably where you'll see the most celebrities hanging out at is at those properties, the Wynn, the Encore, which are connected. And then we also have the Cosmopolitan, the Aria, and for the most part, the Bellagio sometimes. So typically, just like, you know, the wonderful uh, working ladies of the night here in Vegas, go to where the money is. That's typically where you're going to find um, all of those um, characters, if you will. So um, I'm really excited for the Super Bowl coming to Las Vegas. Uh, I think the energy level for the Super Bowl rather than F1 is completely different. I think people are very excited for the Super Bowl to come to Las Vegas um, you don't hear nearly the amount of gripes about traffic. Uh, most of us understand that the Super Bowl was coming, that this is you know typically a crazy environment. But the nice thing is they don't shut down an entire street, an entire section of the most busy corridor on the Western Hemisphere. Uh, that might be a stretch a little bit. I mean, sure, I'm sure L.A. has some uh, very long stretches of the I-10 that get very, very backed up. But you know what I mean. It's sort of like... One of those things where you're expecting it, you know about it, you know where it's going to be. It's one day out of the year, and I think everybody's really excited to see how it comes out on TV because nobody does show business like Vegas does, at least um, entertainment, if you will. That's why we are the entertainment capital of the world. So anyways, that was this week's episode of Concierge Confidential. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, if you want to give us a follow on any of our social pages, Concierge Confidential underscore LV. You can also follow us on TikTok, which is at Keys to Vegas. Um, really, really love everybody's support by liking, subscribing, following, rating, leaving comments. Feel free to do that. We, I always enjoy reading them. Uh, I always enjoy the ratings as well. So that's always really nice. So again, Feel free to follow us on any of our channels. And if you have any questions, feel free to DM, DM me and I'll go ahead and answer those to my best of my ability. So thanks again, everybody, for listening. If I see you in town, it's awesome. Come say hello. Maybe I'll buy you a drink. Just you know, say you heard me from Concerts Confidential. But remember, if you DC me out in town and we have a drink together, remember, keep it confidential.